Welcome to the Joe Rogan Seriously, Experience. I, of course, uh, like every week, am Joe Reginald Duncan no, Rogan. let's start this over. I don't want to start this with the Joe Rogan Experience. Okay. Uh, hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. My name is John Rogan? No. <laughs> Hi, I'm Josh Groban, and this is the Dingleberries Fuck Fest I like 3000. That. I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, Josh Groban would have, uh, you know, I know nothing about the man um, or his music. He's a musician, right? Yeah, Josh Groban, he, he'll come out with a Christmas album uh, time and again. Time and again yeah, and, and he's and got long curly hair all the way down to his butt. I know he has a sense of humor because I feel like people have made fun of Josh Groban and he'll play, him, he'll play himself in shows Wasn't where the they're office actively or making fun of Josh Groban. Yes, he played... Um, uh, Andy's, Andy's brother, brother? Yeah. but he didn't play himself. He played him, but mm. but he's played Josh Groban and things where it's like, oh, Josh Groban's here and he's a real piece of shit. That type of singer, I don't know if you saw James Blunt post about the whole Spotify thing. I did not. He's like, if Spotify doesn't get rid rid of Joe Rogan, I'll release new music on Spotify. Like he he's said, that? he's like making fun of himself. That's funny. It's funny. Um, soft man musicians like that are funnier than we'll ever be. I mean, you gotta, because if you take a stance otherwise, people are like, fuck you, soft man. Yeah, if you come out with a song uh, 10 plus years ago, that's just like, yeah, beautiful. And it's literally that song's about staring at a woman on the subway. It's like, you gotta be, you gotta be funny now. You have to like have some sort of humor. Yeah, you gotta point out that you're a ridiculous human. That song's creepy as hell if you listen to it. Most songs are. Yeah. A lot of songs are like, I saw you. You didn't see me. I was in a bush. You were taking a pee. That Hey There Delilah song. Isn't that like from like, oh a, like a one night stand and the girl Not like- even. It's like a woman. It's Here's the thing. I think it's, don't Google this. I also listener. think, I feel like we've had this exact conversation on this podcast. But it's like, it's like a woman he thought was pretty and it was like a girlfriend of a, some other guy and he was just like I don't write a song about you and then that song became popular as hell and then she was like I hate this yeah and she's like I'm actually Delilah and this yeah. is a stupid song and do not hey there me imagine there's a song hey there Matt O'Brien hey there Matt O'Brien you are sweaty and shitty and your legs and arms are skinnier than the midsection <laughs> that doesn't rhyme <laughs> that's well that's what it would be if it was the song is describing me um Anyway, welcome back to the another episode of Is This What You Want? Which, by the way, I was in the bathroom thinking about this because I was thinking while I was peeing, which you because sometimes you you're like, don't flush a toilet, I'm gonna pee. And yeah, I forget and I flush to, toilet. I try to conserve water. I don't know if you understand how much thinking I get when I stand there and stare at the wall. I'm thinking about everything. I'm thinking about everything except peeing. It's like when you're in the shower. And like you have all these thoughts. But it's like a 20 second thing. Yeah. So just get the lot. piss out and don't flush it. It's for me, peeing is like in the Matrix when they jack themselves in the Matrix and then all of a sudden they know Kung Fu and how to like fly a helicopter. That's me peeing. Wow. <laughs> I, I gather a great bountiful amounts of information. Okay, while so I, what information did you get while pissing? I was like, our podcast is called Is This What You Want? And it's basically us trying to figure out if is this what the listener wants. Yeah. I'm like... I know we mentioned Joe Rogan off the top, but I'm like, he is like a high level. Is this what you want? But he has guests (laughs) and he has a million, hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, because he doesn't necessarily have a theme. He just talks about whatever. That's what I mean. He's like, because I'm thinking about the, the beginnings of his podcast, because that's the thing. I'm, I'm not. I don't listen to his podcast. I'm not for his podcast or whatever he uh, represents. But I'm just saying his the be- the beginnings. It's like what was the beginnings of that? It was just like oh, let's have a conversation, to hang out, you know. Let's just is that a good Joe Rogan impression? No. Hey, uh, I don't know, we're gonna take some hormones and then plunge ourselves into you an ice what? bath. I cannot tell you what Joe Rogan sounds like. Here, this is my impression of Joe Rogan. Hi, my name is Joe Rogan. I'm Joe. Um, it is, it's also funny that this controversial, rich podcast man is just named Joe. Joe. Roll. Joe Roll. Joe Roll. Roll, roll. 
Rural peepee. Rural peepee. Um, anyway, that's what I'm saying is his is just basically like, because he has a bunch of random guests on from all aspects of the world. And he's like, is this what you want? Do you want to listen to this? Yeah. So basically we've ripped off the Joe Rogan experience. Yeah. We, so should we change the podcast to the Matt and Julia experience? Yeah, that's, but maybe we'll like combine our names, like the Mulia experience. Mulia, Mulia. No, that sounds like Jat, cow like Jat. Jat, aggressive. That sounds like a a brand of dirt bike. The Oladkowitz experience. Yeah, that sounds like a uh, like an Irish pub that's trying to get techy. Like they have arcades. The experience. Let's just call it the experience. <laughs> and, yeah. And it's you know it's not going to be great. It's not going to be. I don't know. It's not going to open your mind too much, but it's definitely going to. We're dipping our toes in your mind. What do you think Howard Stern thinks of Joe Rogan? I don't know. Let's ask him. Let's get him on the line right now. All right. Okay. So we have, we have Howard on the line. Hey there, everybody. It's me, <laughs> Howard Stern. <laughs> no, I just got to say this. Joe, I don't care. I'm the first man of radio. Joe, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the first man of radio. I mean, I, Howard must have some sort of opinions because he was Mr. Controversy. That's right. Before, you know. But I feel like at least Howard Stern has principles. He will have friends uh, who will eat whipped cream out of a fucking woman's ass in front of everybody. Back in the day, he did all of his shit was crazy. Also, did you see his like 9-11 like play-by-play? Like he was on air while nine eleven was happening, and like narrating it. Basically, Christ. it's very odd. That was a weird it was a day for us all. Time it was. It was a slightly different time. Um, either way, we are the next big podcast. And can you imagine it gets to the point where a company's like, "Here's a hundred million dollars, a hundred million, keep going." Yeah, I'd be like, "Yeah, I'll tell the world to have some horse tranquilizers." I yeah. don't know. If someone gives me. <laughs> A hundred dollars, I'll keep going. It's I can't imagine a hundred million. It blows my mind. It's too much when they say money doesn't buy happiness, it's honestly too much money to fucking it would it I think it would ruin our lives. It's too much to comprehend. I think I would I don't know. Part of me is like if you hit that amount of money, quit what you're doing and live a blissful life. Yeah. Like that's at that point you're like work is done i am done but for them it's not the work man it, that's that's no but they hard. like their work and it, i mean that's easy for me to say out loud i i love working so it's like what would i do without that's it? what's hard about like if you are someone who has tons and tons of money but you still want to do something creative but nobody takes you seriously because it, now you're just, just this rich person and then like there's this like whole starving artist thing and the yeah. what do you have to contribute to the world and yada 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 I don't know. That's what I'm I'm enjoying now, I I guess. It's like cuz I mean, I've heard interviews with like bigger comedians where they're like they hit a certain celebrity and it's like you're you're a different type of comic. You can't yeah. just fuck around. People expect so much of you and you and you're well off. You don't have the same problems. Like I remember remember we saw like Dane Cook one mm -hmm. time at the Improv and he was talking about uh, uh like his gated driveway and he's like, talking about like a stalker and he's like, my camera picked up footage of the stalker in the Hollywood Hills. And we're yeah. like, what? And then didn't we see Pete Davidson one time? He was talking about like... Uh, he's talking about rehab and how like he got to pet all these horses. He's like, he paid $30,000 for rehab to find out he's allergic to horses. And I'm like, this is not relatable uh, to most people here. But it's it's odd. it's odd. You hit a certain level where you're like, whoa, this is my life. It's like, I, I get it in a certain way. It's very odd. I mean, when I was like coming up, not that we're fucking balling now, but like we have more money than we did before. I almost feel like now I'm like, I don't have as much to talk about that I've been married to you forever and I fucking do nothing and go nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> you went somewhere today. You went to a barbecue place. I mean, yeah. it was with me, but um, sometimes I'm like, I'm struggling to find things to talk about, especially with like, pan I feel like everybody's talking about the exact same things yeah. over and over. And it's like, how do you how do you find your angle, you know? Do you know how you find your angle? By having a nice, crisp, chappy hour drink. Ooh. You launch into the uh, uh, happy hour that represents the worst robot movie of all time. Happy chappy hour, everybody. It's another chappy hour is upon us. Uh, this one is currently happening at 8.09 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I mean, by most Los Angeles, standards, California. that would be... Uh, they'd, I'd be like, hi, I'll get another happy hour drink. And they'd be like... 
happy hour's over. I'm I'm like, well, yeah. it's happy hour. You happy hour tick. ended at six. You lush. Some happy hours are four to eight, and those are the good ones. Is it because of people getting off work? It's like, listen, you're off work. You don't want to spend a lot of money. Don't go home yet. Spend four dollars on a beer here. I think that's part of it, drunk. but it's also it's like, what are the times? Most people have dinner. They're like, I'm going to make a 7 p.m. dinner reservation. You know what I mean? So it's like the weird in-between time. It's after lunch. It's before dinner. How do we lure people into our bar? Yeah. But why? It's it's called a happy hour because it's like nice. Yeah. They're not going to call it fucking cheapo hour or we got to sell booze hour. But why not like, you know, deal time. Deal day. (laughs) It's happy hour. It's like, oh, it's a happy time. Yeah. I guess, you know, alcohol makes you happy. It's a happy hour. H and H. I kind of just call it cheapy for cheapies. Why not like, uh, you know, uh, drinking time? I, you know what? Happy hour is good. Happy anyway, hour is very good. Chappy hour is even better because uh, we are chapping. What are we chapping uh, right now? We're drinking two glasses of cr- uh, nice, smooth red wine from straight from the bottle, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it went grape to bottle and then our mouths. It is uh, grape to bottle and then mouth. <laughs> because, okay. Before, let me just preface this by saying we do have a box of wine open. We do, and it's on the counter, and I'd I'd like it to be a regular thing. I think it's quite nice. It scares me a bit. It scares um, me a little bit. I think about it. I think I hear it uh, calling my name at night as I sleep. <laughs> we n- we never get boxes of wine, which we should because of how much we drink. But Christina Walkenshaw, power listener and yes. a good friend of ours, loves a box of wine. Loves and here's it. the thing: it uh, it stays fresh. So once you open a box of wine, it stays, what did it say, like up to six weeks? It was like six weeks. And I'm like, oh, Henny, that thing's going to be gone in uh, 10 days tops. I feel like we haven't really been abusing it, though. It's a light sip. It's been a, it's been, we've gone out the last couple nights and it's like, you know what? I'll have a little, little zip from the old box. That's nice. Yeah, like uh, we'll just take a squirt from the box. And let me tell you, it really (laughs) squirts out, especially at the beginning. It's a, it's a powerful flow. Yeah. It reminds me of, remember in the latest Star Wars movie or The Last Jedi when Luke Skywalker gets that milk from that big titted oh, yeah, uh, yeah, ocean yeah. thing? That's what a box of wine is. That's Ew. Luke Skywalker's Disgusting. box of wine. <laughs> and he drinks yeah, it. Yeah, we're and just drinking like, from our big titted ocean thing. Yeah. What if there was an animal that had tits full of wine that sat in your camera? I would suck that animal I off. I would suck it good. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing about this wine though. It's, so the box okay i'm getting sidetracked but the box wine that we have is a cabernet sauvignon from it's a kirkland brand one yep 12.99 for four liters of wine yo yeah and here's the thing it's fine it's not um unpleasant it's not offensive in any way but it's lacking like the zip that structure perhaps a structure that wine should have and now that i've read so much about wine like and i know you how you can add it and you can zhuzh it up and whatever i'm like when i'm drinking this wine i'm like oh they've added so much super purple to this yes that's what it tastes like it tastes like it's red wine it's red wine it's table wine i've have i had worse wine absolutely I f- it feels like it tastes like wine that if I was injected into a computer program and the co- a computer was like, would you like a glass of red wine? Yeah. And then that's how it would simulate the taste. It's like it was like the, in the Jetsons and there was only one red wine. That's what it would taste like. Yeah. Or Star Trek. They have those uh, replicators where they, they replicate things. And oh, it's there you just go. Like, and they're always like, it's never the same. Also, it's one- never the same. <laughs> It isn't the same, and you have one glass, and your lips are very purple. Anyway, we're not drinking that Stains right now. Are good. We are drinking a also Kirkland brand, but yeah, Kirkland, yeah. you know, has a lot of options. You can tell uh, in this podcast the week we went to Costco because yes. we're Kirkland heavy. Uh, it was uh, it's a Cote de Rhone, Cote Cote du Rhone Village 2020, um, delicious wine. I really like it. What what are you tasting there, Matt? What am I tasting? I got a bit of a stuffy nose. It's not that. Um, I'm getting some black cherry. Is that? Are in there? you? I don't know. It doesn't really say. It's a bit leathery. It's uh, it's smooth. It's nice. It's uh, it's not too complex, but it's uh, easy drinking. It's uh, like a like a quiet bike ride down a uh, leafy path. Sure. That I recognize. I get that. 
But yeah, so um, only one-fifth of the wine produced in Southern Rhone's Côte du Rhone qualifies for superior designation of Côte du Rhone villages. I don't know what that means, but it is nice. I know what it means, and I love it. Like, wait, 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 wait. Okay, you keep talking. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what I, what yeah, I feel. Yeah, give it a sip. It's, um, no, it's easy drinking. It's Syrah, is it not? I think it's Syrah. No, it's a Côte de Rhone. It's Côte, Côte de Rhone. I thought, when I looked at the bottle, I thought it was Syrah. It's a Côte de Rhone. Okay. I don't Which, know what a Côte de Rhone is. Côte de Rhone is a region of France. That sounds like the town villain. Oh, you don't want to upset Côte de Rhone. Hey, this bar is a safe place from Côte de Rhone. Côte de Rhone will come and kill you. Why am I so French Canadian? <laughs> You're uh, too, too Quebec on that one. Côte de Rhone's coming for us all. Uh, you must pay him, otherwise he will... Uh, he will affect your health. I'm, I don't know what I get, but I actually really like this wine. Yeah, it's good. It's got the right amount of zip. Yep. I, I, I grade wine in degree of zip. You love zip. Because sometimes when it's too zippy, it's like, and I don't like that. Yep. But this is a nice, has a little bit of bite, a little bit of spice. Say medium zip. Medium zip, a little bit of, um, just like Zap? A, no zap. Zop? You smell it, and there's like a hint of uh, like pepper, I want to say. Yeah, I could get that. I'm into that, dude. Mm. Something, something, something's quite juicy in it, like plum. Yeah. Like a, like a tart plum. Julia's just uh, sipping out of the uh, vegetable drawer in our fridge. Yeah, <laughs> All the loose fluids that are in there. Ooh, it's juicy. It's complex. I love it. Ew, just fermented plums. Um, it's a nice time. I keep forgetting that Kirkland wines, like Canadians have not experienced this yet. Yeah. Because in Canada, you can't get alcohol at, at Costco yet. I posted uh, an Instagram story of, of our box of wine, and I got a lot of Canadian comments on it. And they were like, oh, my God, it's beautiful. Look at that thing. I feel like... And maybe I'm wrong, but some places in Canada, there's like a separate Costco... Costco wine? Wine shop or alcohol shop. That would, what, it would be smart of them to do that. I might be making this up, but I seem to recall. Yeah. And I remember back in the day, because I feel like even in American Costco's, it used not to be integrated. So when you went to Costco, there was like a separate area of Costco, like a separate like building that was still Costco, but that's where you would buy your like vodka, whatever, et cetera. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway. There's nothing wrong with Costco, right? Like, I, I've researched the company because I tweet about Costco a lot and enjoying and loving Costco. Also, side note, we recently purchased Kirkland brand uh, sweatsuits. Yeah, like tracksuits. Not sweatsitos or anything like no, that. Not velour. Like a hooded sweater and sweatpant combo. Black. Black as the night. And mine came in. Mine was perfect. And yours had a minor problem with it. We're going to return it. One a replacement's already on the way. Here's the thing. Mine arrived with like, it's like someone wore it and just like rolled around with a sheep. It's yeah. covered in fuzz. It's a bit fuzzy. It's covered in like a weird white fuzz. And also the pants. So Matt ordered like man pants, the man sweatpants. As I do. And But the, the sweaters are unisex. So, but then I ordered the woman pants. The ankle on these pants. I'm like, they're so tight. First of all. I have small ankles. Yeah. Who are, who are, ooh, whose ankles are these for? I don't know. They're meant to, you know, hold on to you, strangle them. They're not going to fall off. Strangle? No. Strangle. <laughs> strangle them ankles. They're very strange. It's like a very large waist, very small ankle. Yeah. The biggest anyway. surprise with this order was uh, there was just a full-on extra sweater in the... Uh, yeah. We got it delivered and the package came and there was the two sweat uh, suits and then just an extra fucking red sweater. Like whoever was working at the the warehouse was like, here, have a nice Columbia sweater. They clearly had a bit of a downstairs mix-up, but that's fine. A bit of a downstairs mix-up, but uh, I'll take a downstairs mix-up any day. I mean, it's our prize. I think like Amazon and stuff like that, they should do that every now and then. Just give you an extra little thing. Just be like, huh, I didn't need that, but uh, I'll take it. I will take it. I think it's a nice surprise. It's a nice surprise. I like a nice surprise from a company. Speaking of a nice surprise, is it What's time that? for Warm and Fuzzy? I think it might be. Warm and fuzzy. Oh, yeah. 
Doesn't that sound like Shaggy from Scooby Doo? Oh, jeez. I forget what that thing sounds oh, like. Oh, jankies. Jinkies? Either way. Um, <laughs> I find myself drifting into that voice lately. I had to do a filming thing today, and I drifted into that voice every now and then. Oh, jeez. No. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, what is warm and fuzzy about this week that uh, has affected you in a warm way? <laughs> I feel like there's, uh, looking back on like the weekend, there were quite a few nice warm, fuzzy things. I feel like I have a lot of warm and fuzzies, which is funny because that's what I love about this segment is because sometimes I'm like, you know what? What the fuck is going on with my life? Nothing good, blah, blah, blah. I haven't been working hard enough, yada, yada. But then I think back about I'm like what am I going to say for warm and fuzzy and I think back of all the nice things that happened I'm like hell yeah yeah." so couple things real quick we had a little soiree with some friends and we sang karaoke that was so warm and fuzzy yes that was a lovely time that was nice it was a small little get together it was a little little small mix up a little small mix up and it was like just like a little a few little Canadian friends that I haven't seen in a while it was really nice and then the next day we went, um, I feel like we've talked about this on the podcast. It's called Vino's, is it Vino's? Vino's Back Alley. Vino's Back Alley. And part of like Vino's Wine Bar. And this is in Alhambra where we live. And we we finally went for brunch. We've never been for brunch before. Holy fuck. It's good. You, you get a bottle. Okay. So they have this, it's like a Bellini thing. So you get a bottle of Prosecco and then they give you all these like accoutrements of like peach nectar all these nectars they give you a big fuck off thing of fruit big fuck off for 25 bucks yeah and and then we got like chicken and waffles we got this like brisket breakfast burrito and they're both like 11 dollars each like and also there was no one there so everything came out within minutes and i was even like why is nobody here and they're like we don't know i'm like i'm gonna write you fucking a good yelp review because we go there all the time. The food's always amazing. The service is always amazing. We have the best time. Yeah. It's the best. So that made me feel warm and fuzzy. But the warmest and fuzziest of all, I'm. we finally pulled the trigger, or uh, I did, I suppose. Yep. We're going to fucking Hawaii. Yeah. That's crazy. We've Absolutely been, insane. We've been talking about, well, you, especially you, like Hawaii's been on like your bucket list forever. I've wanted to go there literally my entire life. Yeah. And I like thinking back on it, I'm like, as a kid, I would look up pictures of Hawaii. I remember when I worked at a call center on my computer, my backgrounds were different Hawaiian islands. Yeah. Like just different beaches from Hawaii. And I would like look at them and be like, I, what the hell? And then even like I've caught myself late at night, like when because sometimes i have my tv time when you go to bed early Mm -hmm. and i get to watch whatever i'll like watch white lotus we watched the whole season of white lotus i'll watch it just to look around the characters not even to look at the show i'm like i'm re-watching white lotus i just like well i'll just like but not even i'll just watch it for a few minutes be like because i love the feeling of hawaii yeah i just like it and i obviously wear hawaiian shirts all the time there's something going on with me in Hawaii and I need to figure it out when I go there. Of course. And our, I feel like our like our bathroom is kind of like Hawaiian themed. We're just like, it's something it's like, yeah, we want to go to Hawaii. And I feel like for years we do this. We're like, I've always wanted to do this. We should take a big trip. And it literally took us like 10 years before we went to Thailand. It's the oldest trope in the book. It's like, just do it now. Like you hear people like that have near death experience. They're like, just do it now. Do it. And it's like, you're like, okay, yeah, I will. It's like, literally, you have to just do it now. Exactly. And I feel like since the pandemic or COVID or whatever, it's the same thing with this dog. I keep being like, we'll get a dog eventually. I'm like, fuck it. There's never going to be a good time. Yeah. We'll get the dog. So when a few weeks ago or a month ago, when I, I started looking at um, Hawaii, I was just perusing around. I'm like, what if? And I ended up booking something on Hotels.com. That was refundable. Yeah. So I bu- I booked that and then I was like, oh, because flights are so cheap. You get a cheap flight. So then today I booked the flights. But then I was looking at rental cars. Holy shit, rental cars were expensive in Hawaii. Yeah. And then on a whim, I was like, let me just look at Costco travel. Back to Costco. So I go into Costco travel and I start 
perusing around. I'm like, they're giving if, us no money for this podcast. They're literally by not. The way. I'm like, what if I like bundled <laughs> some things? Because originally that was my very first thing. I looked at their like their pre-made bundles for Hawaii, and yeah. I'm like, oh, that's it was way more expensive than anything that I wanted to do. So I'm like, that's not a good option. But then when I started picking and choosing in these little bundles, I see. I was like, holy fuck. I saved like $1,400. Anyway, long story short, I finalized it. I booked the trip. We're going to Maui. Oh my God. I'm so excited. And we got, we're going in May and I can't believe it. I hope we have enough room in our bags to bring things back. Cause I want to like, Here's the thing. We started like this Hawaiian theme in our bathroom and I want to really stock it up with things. Also, do you think they have dog hula skirts? They gotta. Well, the dog's going to piss all over it. Well, I don't care. If we, can put the, if we can put a hula skirt on a dog, <laughs> on our dog for a second, there's a lot of things I want to do in Hula Hawaii. skirts were also made by like American settlers. They're not I even know. like traditionally Hawaiian. There's a lot of problematic things with Hawaii. There's a lot of, and you know what? I do want to read up about the history of Hawaii more because we did watch some like videos about, you know, how. Is there something uh, we can do indigenous wise there that would uh, smooth things out, do you think? Yeah, you and I are going to fix Hawaii's <laughs> No, uh, but problem. we can like show respect because most tourists show up and these fucking shit and barf and fucking get drunk and whatever well, we won't shit on the beach no, or I will not um, shit on the beach. you know disrespect people but that's the thing we're clean people we're nice or respectful listen we'll look into it yeah <laughs> i don't know i'm just spitballing here just to make sure we have the best hawaiian time possible either way i'm excited to go to an authentic tiki bar i've only been to like tiki bars that are and tiki bars aren't really authentic. That's Hawaiian right. Again. Listen, let's not anyway, ruin this. I'm Adam ruins everything. Let me, <laughs> let's just have this first Hawaiian trip be like, it's Hawaii and, and everything's cool. You know what? So I was talking to my parents today being like, um, I'm like, Matt's always wanted to go to Hawaii. So guess what? We're going to Hawaii. Mom's like, oh, and my dad's like, oh, are you, he's like, don't tell me you're going to whatever. And it sounded like the place that I had booked. I'm like, I'm like, honestly, it might be. And it's the same area of Maui, but it's different. He's like, oh, and I'm like, why? And, he, and my mom's like, that's where he went with his bitch ex-wife or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> we have to drive by it and take a picture. But here's the thing. My dad was like, when I went, which was back in the day, he's like, he's like, there were, he was like, he said he was like, it was one of two hotels on Maui at the time. I'm like, I don't think that's true. Like, you're not that old. But either way, it's clearly it wasn't as developed as it is now, yeah. but it, it's definitely in the same area of Maui that we went to. I just remember because that's where Dog the Bounty Hunter is from. He's from there? He's from like Hawaii. And that's where the show took place. Huh. It was like he was like meth hunting meth heads on Hawaii. And I remember being like thinking Hawaii is like beautiful or whatever. It's like, well, there's a an underbelly to it that oh, uh, absolutely it's like any beautiful place it's like the, when i went to banff in alberta i'm like oh it's gorgeous here and there's always just like an a seedy underbelly of just drugs and whatnot but we'll we'll, we'll explore it all and uh and get the whole shebang yeah. when there's tourism involved when there's people who are being exploited when there's it's uh, you know yeah there's always going to be a bit of a seedy underbelly but not for us. <laughs> yeah. When they say seedy underbelly, is that like, what does seedy mean? Like I keep picturing like the underbelly of our dog covered in like poppy seeds. <laughs> I don't I want you to have a seedy seeds. underbelly. Oh, a little seedy underbelly. Um, <laughs> either way. Yes. Going to Hawaii is quite a warm and fuzzy thing. And uh, it'll be nice. It'll be exciting. What's your warm and fuzzy? My warm and fuzzy thing? There's a couple warm and fuzzy things. Here's one thing that I think we can all relate to that I've discovered recently. Shows that are streaming lately yeah. have been coming out weekly. Uh-huh. There was a period where they were coming out all at once uh-huh. and then we were watching all of it yeah. in like two or three days. That was bad. It's kind of nice when they come out weekly because like today one of our shows came out. Yeah yesterday a different one of our shows so it's nice to be like live your day and be like ooh, tonight we get our new show yeah a little treat something yeah. to look forward to and it makes me feel nice it makes me feel warm and fuzzy to have that that feeling and uh i think we all should have that feeling be like because it can be frustrating being like oh, i want to watch it all now 
But it's like, enjoy that feeling of the wonder of uh, waiting for a new episode, you know? It's like being a dog. It is like being a dog. Because it's like, of course, as a dog, you want to eat everything all the time. You want all your treats. But then like when it happens and you're like, oh, I know at this time of the day I get my dinner. Yeah. We're dogs. It's got to be exciting. It's got to be exciting. Uh, New shows are uh, for the dog are a bunch of kibble that smell like shit. Um, that is one warm and fuzzy thing that I thought of today. Uh, another warm and fuzzy thing that happened this week is I feel like I've really embraced, uh, the diverseness of self-employment. Yeah. You've been killing it. I have really expanded into many different things. I've been doing a lot of different job jobs this week. I just today filmed a thing for America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah. And it was a, a bunch of segments and it went really, really well. And it's with a producer that we really, really enjoy. And that's, here's the thing. It's like, it's a lot of teleprompter, which I had no idea I would be so good at. You're great at teleprompter. I will toot to the moon that I am good at teleprompter. So am I, babe. Yes, we are both, We're both very good very at good it. very good at teleprompter. Which is a skill. I remember when I first did it, they're like, sorry, it's teleprompter. Like, do you want to take a few minutes with it? I'm like, it's just reading and reacting. Like, I love that. Yeah. Like, but for some people, it's very difficult. It's very difficult for a lot of people, but like for us, we're able to do it. And I, I did it. We were, I was supposed to be on a shoot from like 10 to four and it was, I got done at like one 30. Yeah. And I like, just because I was able to blast through it and it felt really nice. And like, again, like driving down the highway, I saw the Hollywood sign on the way home. I'm just like, I feel great. Like, it's nice to see the fucking palm trees. And then I saw the Super Bowl sign and then the traffic got kind of nuts. And I'm like, it's getting crazy around here. (laughs) And there was like planes with banners everywhere. Like this weekend, Super Bowl is happening in town and it's going to be fucking crazy. Like, I literally want to board up the windows and put a like a bag over my head. I I didn't realize. I mean, I realized it and I knew it, but I I it didn't clock until recently that yeah, the Super Bowl is this Sunday. It's in LA because yeah. originally so Valentine's Day is Monday, and I'm like, "Oh, okay. Great. Well, I want to beat the crowds on Valentine's Day, so let me make a reservation for Sunday." And guess what? Can you imagine if we literally left our house on Sunday to try to drive to a place? It would be impossible. It's impossible. Because the Super Bowl is in Inglewood, which is right next to the airport. Convenient for people coming in from out of town. But, and then there's also this added, like, maybe trucker convoy that's coming in. The truckers are fucking going crazy still, even down here. And it's like, there's just too much going on. And it's like added with the COVID shit. I'm like, there's too much going on. Wait, is this a cold and stabby now? What's going on? Uh, no. Well, that was stupid. I keep calling it cold and stabby. I know. It's... Um, you know what? I well, think it's time, though. Is it time for cold and stabby? What was I talking about? Warm and fuzzy. Warm and fuzzy. Oh, I did Driving. That. Oh, I was uh, diversifying my self-employment. Yes. Yes. And it felt nice. And I only say that because there was a couple things where I got direct messages from people and companies that I ignored for like over a month mm-hmm. because I get a lot of weird messages from people and be like, Hey, do you want to make a video for my son? He's yeah. in uh, Quebec. Um, you're trying to put the mic up to the dogs. She's licking. Can you hear her? Yeah, absolutely. And it's quite unpleasant. I imagine for the listener. Either way, uh, there's a lot of dead air happening right now. I, <laughs> I thought you were going to keep talking. I know. I was trying to, but I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, let's go into, uh, the, well, that was stupid then. Well, well that, that was, was stupid. stupid. Uh, that for sure was stupid. <laughs> Holding a, a microphone up to a dog's <laughs> licking tongue. Our dog is like gnawing on her bed and being stupid. And then every time I move her, she goes, and I'm like, it'd be hilarious if the, if the listener could, he- could hear that. I know. Every time we move this dog, she doesn't want to move. She goes, ah, ah. It's like a grumpy, She's a drunk crotchety man. old man. Well, that was stupid what I just did there. Our dog is stupid. God, what is stupid? I feel like a bunch of... I feel like it was one of those weeks where a bunch of great stuff happened, but a bunch of really stupid stuff happened, and now I'm totally blanking on everything. Do you have a stupid thing, Matt? Um... What stupid things have happened? I mean, the Super Bowl is pretty stupid. Um, 
I don't know how anyone wants to do anything in a large group of people like that. I uh, have tried when I was young. I tried to force myself to enjoy concerts, and I never fully enjoyed them. And to watch a sport, I find is already a struggle. And mm-hmm. to well, here's the thing: concerts and sports very different. Sports live are actually fun, but it's not the sport that's fun. It's just a party of people, yeah, getting drunk and yelling at each other. The outside of the the sport, like I've tailgated like lacrosse games in Peterborough, fucking right. Ontario, and I had the time of my life and not given a shit about lacrosse. I still like. There's something about a live sporting event, though, like being there, even if I don't care about the sport. It's like in that moment. I do care. It's like the energy from the crowd, the camaraderie, yeah. like we're all in this like together. But yeah, just just watching it. I'm like, I don't Certain know. Certain sports too, like hockey's kind of fun. Football, I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Basketball was the most fun. I went to a Raptors game once. Oh man. And it's burned so in fun. my brain as being like, that's fun. Actually, no, we saw a Golden Knights game yes. in Vegas. That was very fun, too. And that was fun just because it had the accoutrement of Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. There was so much else going on there, too. Yeah. But I saw a Raptors game because my friend at the time was dating, like, the travel coordinator for the Raptors. So we had, like... I mean, we all have. I almost said we had seaside tickets. We had... <laughs> seaside, right <laughs> next to courtside, the ocean. They were courtside, but they were, like, playing. real close to courtside. And... I almost had a heart attack. Like, and I don't even like basketball that much, but I was just like, <gasps> like yeah. it just, it's so quick. It Speaking of seaside, basketball should be a sport where they, the court slowly fills with water the, the longer they play. And then they just have to swim. And then they, all of a sudden it's water polo. <laughs> it's like the game changes completely. Like it's ankle deep and they're like, wow, they're running a little slow out there in the old ankle, do, ankle deep. Ice cold water. It's ice cold too. And then all of a sudden they're swimming and you're like, man, the game's almost over. They're soaked. I would watch that. It would be a good game. It would be a good game. I mean, talk to, uh, remember the XFL? Who? XFL, which was like uh, the NFL, but it was like uh, sponsored or created by the WWE. So it's supposed to be like a more intense, uh, aggressive football more intense. More intense. And aggressive yeah. than regular football. I think you like kick guys in the nuts and stuff. I don't know if that's true, but that seems a bit well, that seems a bit stupid. It seems a bit stupid. I don't know. It was a bit much though, huh. but I think there should be a sport where the arena slowly fills up with water. Mm. I think that's something that's yet to be tapped into. And uh also we need more robot wars, I think. I think we're getting to the point where uh we have we need more robot arenas. No. Yeah. I thought, oh, okay. Ro- like in a contained environment. I thought you meant like, oh, we need, like, we need AI to like. <laughs> not in like a field just out in the open. Turn against us. Yeah. Not in like a park. No. No, no I mean, robot wars ears are burning right now. I mean, yeah. like, Chappie wants war. I am choppy. Can you imagine there was a robot war and then they were like, we're recruiting all the robots and Chappie's like, yummy. And they're like, we don't want you. We Nobody want wants Chappie. Chappie. Here's my wool that was stupid. Okay. Something stupid. It's stupid in many levels, and I don't even know how to express this. Okay. I, and I'm sure like every generation is always like, oh, this younger generation, blah, blah, blah. I feel like for so long, everybody shat on millennials, blah, blah, blah. Even though millennials are such like a large. Millennials are 85 to. Literally, millennials are old as dust and. Yeah. But like, there's like a, a, what it spans from like 20 anyway, but I'm finally like Gen Z has really come into their own or whatever. Like Which Gen- is people that were born two to three years ago. Yeah. Gen-, Gen Z. No, Gen Z. I don't know when, when I don't know what the exact cutoffs are, but I know that people in their like mid twenties right now are Gen Z Okay. and younger. I think, I think, right? I think so. I anyway. don't know. But that's what I'm talking about. That's what's stupid right now. It's like, so when I do shows now, I, and maybe because we've been together for so long. And so when I talk about like, oh, my relationship, I've been with someone for 12 years. I feel like people look at me. They're like, oh my God, 12 years. 
you must be a hundred because nobody has like long-term relationships anymore. And I don't think I look old or anything, but I feel no. I, I can see them looking at me. They're like, well, if you've been in a relationship for 12 years, like how, what? Yeah. So it's like a weird thing. And then I do this thing where I'm like, oh, you're all so young. You don't get, but, but in actuality, I'm only, you know, six to 10 years older than them, but I yeah. feel like a lifetime apart. That is a lifetime as in a certain way, it's like... I guess so, but six years feels like <laughs> I was at that show nothing. with you and someone was like, I'm 26 and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, God damn, that's 10 years. You're 10 years younger than me. Oh, also when she said, she's like, I'm 26, which like a lot of people make me feel like that's old in Hollywood. And like, I literally... Yeah, it was like me, you, and Paul, the oldest people there just being like, ugh. And we're not even old. Like we're all in our like mid 30s. Yeah. And it's like, oh. But showbiz old. Showbiz old's disgusting. It is disgusting. But then there's I'm... comedy old. That's the thing. That's why we have the leg up slightly in comedy because comedy is like, uh, you can either be young and successful and that's exciting or you can be 40 plus and amazing and it's like, well, that's But that was in the too. old days and that's... No, that's, it's still happening. But because now more than ever, it's like, oh, there's like 20-some-year-old headliners, blah, 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 which was not accessible to me at the time of like, I, again, I feel like me and so many other f- female comics were ahead of their times before like the boom of like, oh, young hot ladies doing their own. Yeah. Anyway, it just... So it's stupid for various ways. I I feel stupid in sometimes how I talk about myself on stage and how I get into this like spiral of like, oh, I'm old and this and ha ha. And I'm like, why are you talking about this? Like, you're not that much older than them. But then also in crowds that go odd to things that shouldn't be odd. That's a very LA thing too. It's LA, but it's also a fucking Gen Z thing. It's also, if there's Gen Zs listening to us, it's a, it's a younger crowd kind of thing where they're like, oh, why would you talk about yourself in that way? Or, oh, are you making fun of someone? Are you, I think my joke. I I just think we're in a transition period because if you think about the early 2000s and the 90s, it's like anything goes. Like you could say, and then, (laughs) and it was terrible and you could say anything bad and, and a lot of things were bad. And then it's like, oh my God, those things were bad. Let's figure this out. So we're in this like pendulum of like, but now it's too far over here where it's like, oh my God, let's, uh, you know, be afraid for everything. Yeah. And then it's got to go back in the middle somewhere. We'd be like, well, some things are good. Some things are bad kind of thing. I guess what I'm trying to say is listen to the latest episode of Joe Rogan. <laughs> no. And he's saying a lot of things in there that make sense. It's just, I don't know. And I guess because of like, I, I have this aggressive quality to some of my standup and, what I think is like my own feminist approach to it, because I'm like, I had to be that way coming up because there was coming at me the other way with such like a shitty fucking male energy. Yeah. So like I have this joke about how like, I I think porn's fucking shit. I'm like, I don't like porn these days. I'm like, because like every title to every porn is like geriatric milf gets destroyed. And then you click on it and you're like, she's 30, Yeah, you know? And, but as soon as I say geriatric milk, people are like, oh my God. I'm like, I didn't write. If you look on the, the, the porn sites are the bad one. I'm not making geriatric porn. And if I was, yeah, that would even make me more woke. I think the word milf went from funny and exciting to, oh my God. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm trying to say that's the oh my god part of it. You can't it. say any words that were in the first American Pie. I, I think that's so. the rule of thumb with being on stage right well, now. Well, I guess I'll retire my old fingering the pie yeah, bit. You can't uh, talk about coming in a beer and Stifler drinking it. You can't talk about fucking a pie. You can't talk about MILF. Fuck. You can't talk about uh, spying on a foreign exchange student masturbating in your bedroom. So I was fucking a pie full of pubes with my foreign exchange student MILF the other day. I mean, finish the bit. When <laughs> my big eyebrow dad walked in and I came too soon. Oh my God, I forget that. I always forget that <laughs> Eugene Levy is in American Pie. Because yeah. he seems like a different man. 
He's he's not the Shit's Creek uh, Eugene he, Levy that we all know. He truly is, though. He's he is always the same man. Yeah, I wonder how that was pitched to him, being like, "Hey, Eugene, we got a. It's a comedy. It's a. It's a teen romp." And I wa- did they say that uh, the boy fucks the pie? You think Probably. in the pitch? He's like, well, I. Uh, as long as I'm not fucking the pie, I'll do it. Yeah, I paid all this money for this uh, American green card. You know what's crazy is, so I was an extra in American Pie Six. Yeah. I mean, I'm in a lot of those scenes. We gotta find that footage. Should I put it on my reel? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, at least post it on social media. That's hilarious. Okay, we'll we'll find it and we'll uh, yeah, honestly, the we'll naked mile we'll was the naked mile. Yeah, and I remember being like, in this, we were in somewhere in Toronto or like just somewhere like right outside of Toronto where there's like mansions and shit. Yeah, filming this like one scene. And I was like, I don't recognize anybody. I'm like, they're all like totally new cast members. The only original cast member from all the other American Pies was Eugene Levy. Really? Yeah. Was he on set when you were there? Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. He was like eons away from me on some sort of balcony. Sure. And I was standing next to some pool. And I remember them going around. They're like, all right, do any of the extras want to like upgrade? We need some like topless something. And a few guys are like, yeah, I'll do it. Upgrade? Yeah. Oh, dear God. They got more money. What happened? Like so, like that was American Pie six. Yeah. So they were trying to create this like Marvel universe of American Pie. Well, I wouldn't say that. To like, well, they're bringing back like Eugene Levy is like the Iron Man of American Pie. No, you're. Jim is the Hulk. <laughs> but that's the thing. No, it was just it was like the same people, but played by different actors, except. Eugene. Oh, so there was a replacement Jim. Literally nobody else was I I I still never seen the movie. We I have watched to, it with all my girlfriends and we just fast forwarded to the parts where it was me. We're so gonna I, have no idea. I think maybe next week gonna watch the whole movie at some point. Oh that gosh. is our goal for this week. And we're gonna find the footage of you in it and we're gonna post it and it's gonna be a real romp. It's just a lot of me and because there's so many like bar scenes where I'm just like, Yeah How much did you get paid? Do you remember? Oh, I don't know. I think it was like $10 an hour. So like total. Just because we're probably gonna have to rent it. So like they gave you money. So we're going to give a bit of that money back. Sure. Um, I think I probably worked like maybe two or three days, maybe eight hour days. What's 80 times three? One, eight, 160, so like 240. Two, 300 bucks. No, 240, I'd say. Okay. So if we spent 399 American to rent it, or is that two sixty? I don't know. Either math. way, we're not losing money. I mean, we're I mean, I've already money. lost all that money. I spent yeah. all that money. Of course. Um, that's <laughs> Imagine what we're I saved all that money. Yeah, I haven't I, spent more than two hundred and eighty dollars in the past thirteen years. I have my American Pie six money still, <laughs> and I'm taking it to Hawaii, as everyone else will. Uh, we should. Uh, you should have an American Pie six reunion in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We were all there at the Naked Mile. Eugene Levy, I see you. He's still on the balcony. <laughs> I just remember some of the girls I met there. Just everybody thought they were fucking king shit. And being like, main actor, talk to me a little bit. Like, whatever. Like, that's even when you're on like a fucking C movie, if you're the lead in it, you must feel like king shit. Let me tell you something about extras is most of them are insane. <laughs> I did a commercial where it was like a hundred extras doing a pillow fight for like a Scion commercial, which is a car that doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> and I remember I talked to a group of extras and they were like, like I said something, I was like, Oh boy, I hope we break for lunch soon. And they were like, <laughs> like they were so like, Oh my God. Yeah. They're like, this guy could be my big break. Cause I was like the lead, but I'm like, you realize I don't own a home. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't. I don't own a home. I don't own a car. I don't own shit. I don't know what's going on. Also, the first shot of that, I inhaled a bunch of feathers and puked banana puree all over one of the pillows. <laughs> yeah, I remember you saying you were so hungry, so you had a bunch of bananas. I had three bananas, <laughs> and then a bunch of feathers hit the back of my throat, and I went, and then a bunch of banana puree slowly drooped on a pillow, and the director went, "Oh man, that was our last pillow," oh, and they God. had to flip it over. Ew. It was disgusting, and I'd do that for the next eight hours. Also, can we just talk about how you preface this being like, can I say that most extras are crazy because there's 100 extras? 
in this pillow fight scene for a scion, which is a car that doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> it's the craziest fucking sentence I've ever heard. It's crazy. I here's the thing. <laughs> Another thing is I I think back on some of my career things. And I'm like I have a lot of weird career stories because I tweeted one out today and it got a lot of traction and people are like, oh, we like your weird struggling career stories. I'm like, because I got a lot. Oh, yeah, we all do, but I feel like we are like, oh, yeah, that's just par for the course. Like, that's just normal. But thing. It's, it's like, interesting. It's not, it's not normal. Yeah. I mean, it's normal in this industry, I guess, but it's interesting for those. There's a lot of weird shit that's happened to us, and maybe maybe that's what people want. Maybe we should compile it into some sort of writing or something. I don't know. Uh, we'll talk about that next week. Either way, ladies and gentlemen and everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode. We have definitely enjoyed it. We have a show to watch. We're going to watch Pam and Tommy because we're cruising along on that show. Uh, in the meantime, would you please follow our podcast? What's our podcast uh, social medias? ITWYW podcast on Twitter or is this what you want podcast on Instagram. Matt, where can they find you? They can find me, Matt underscore O'Brien on Twitter and Matt O'Brien on Instagram and the rest you can figure out for yourself. And me, you can find me just Julia Comedy. I'm Julia Comedy across the board. Also, if you just Google Julia Ladkowitz, you'll find me. Julia H-L-A-D-K-O-W-I-C-Z Z if you nasty. You gotta create a song for that. That's a that's the Mickey Mouse song. Oh, that works. <laughs> Just steal that one. I Disney did. won't sue you. I think I I feel like I've I've said this on the podcast. My dad, first of all, my dad never taught that song to us as kids. And I remember my drama teacher in like, I don't know, I was sixteen. And she's like, oh, that's an interesting name, whatever. My dad's like, this is how you remember it. H-L-A-D-K-O-W-I-C-Z, Ladkowitz. And this was, I'm 16. I'm like, this is the first time I'm fucking hearing the song from you. And he's singing it for my drama teacher. I'm like, I'm never going to make it in this town. And I didn't. Isn't it crazy that your last name has all the letters of Mickey Mouse? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You ever think about that? You're like, oh, like like all the 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 same number of letters. Yeah, same number of letters. It's like Julia, same number of letters as Mickey Mouse. That's my name. Okay. Anyway, stew on that, <laughs> listeners. We're gonna stew on it for the rest of the night. Thanks so much for listening. You'll hear us next week. We hope we hear you listening out there. And one last question: Is this what you want? We'll find out soon when we get that hundred mil. What you want with Matt and Julia? Is this what you want with Matt and Julia? Is this what you want? Is this what you want?